This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. We are once again live here from the Casa de Quinlan, I guess. Uh, Quinlan's house. Say hi, everybody, Quinlan. Hi, everybody. Uh, If if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll remember we did this for Sengoku Lord last month. Uh, If you're not a Patreon subscriber, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. Please subscribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll get into that page in a second. But yes, we're here on the free feed to review the big summer struggle in Jingu show. Uh, Great show. Awesome show. Show of the year contender, I think. Uh, just an outstanding show. And you know, I guess I gave my opinion to him. You can stop listening. You know what I think? 30 seconds in. No, it was an outstanding show. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the four King of Four Wrestling uh, matches from Corkin. And we'll do a little bit on Strong Week 4. But, Quentin, how you doing? You're back on the free feed here. Yeah. Which means you don't get paid this time. Oh, okay. We'll see about that. <laughs> I'm not paying. I already bought you fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. There's your payment. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you as always for listening, everybody. Uh, Quinlan, do you want to say anything to the much larger universe of free listeners? Anything you want to talk about? Or Today's show could have had, like, every match been, like, somebody having a shit finish and getting horrible and being t- terrible, and as long as Night to One in the end, you would have been like, <laughs> Awesome show! Yeah! I thought the show was awesome before the main event. If, okay. If look at that sound you made. No. Look at this. We we can look at audacity while you go. You just blew out their eardrums. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, this, but if the main event had a different finish, I have a feeling you would not be. I I would still be happy. happy. Yeah. I would still be happy. The, the yeah. rest of the show was awesome. Uh, I mean, as they kept going with all those heel finishes, I was like, well, either Naito is winning this main event, or Gato is trying to like, I don't know, get us into <laughs> deeper depression. Get us into even deeper depression. But you know. Although I don't know if the second the KOPW counts as a heel win with Yano, I guess it's you're right. Which has in Okada in almost win the entire it. rest of the show. If it would have been uh, a Desperado win, would have been a heel. That's win. true. But, but uh, you know, Yano, I guess Yano could. I mean, could he count che- did cheat? But I don't, I don't know. yeah, it was surprising though. But we'll get into all that. What have you been doing lately? What have you been watching or listening to or anything? Uh, I've been watching wrestling. I've been watching. <laughs> Uh, I should much, hope so. Uh, I guess I meant like other things, buddy. Do you want to talk besides about wrestling? Or do you want to talk about anything else? Um, I've been watching High Score Girl. 
I just I told you I have, so I don't know why you're asking. This is for the listeners to talk about. Well, you should have said, so you recently (laughs) told me you've been watching High School. The listeners. Instead of asking a question you know the answer to. The listeners aren't in the car with us. They don't get to hear all of our conversations. But yes, you've been enjoying High School Golf. We've talked about that in the podcast a bunch of times. It's a great show. Uh, I was telling people in the Voice Wrestling Slack that they should watch it because uh, Netflix has this new video game documentary thing, High Score. I'm thinking about catching that. Yeah, I've heard it's good, but people are talking about how great it was. And I'm like, if you like High Score, you should watch High Score Girl because mm. it's also on Netflix. And also, like, if you love nostalgia of video games, even if you don't normally like anime, I mean, mm. that show will be up your alley. Yeah. It's just a love letter to 90s video games. So. And everyone should watch these. I know you haven't for some reason. Demon Slayer. And the new movie is coming out talk this fall, I think, in Japan. So we'll probably get a year, uh, in theory, a release in theaters next year, depending on where everything's at. I mean, <laughs> in the U.S., I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't think, but depending on I really need theaters to watch are Demon. open by that. I only watched event. the first episode of Demon Slayer. I should watch yeah. it. It is really good, I heard. Yeah, you most of the my favorite characters, the most popular characters, not come until like halfway through the oh, season. Yeah. So you'll have. To I thought watch. everybody like said sister who's there. From the first she episode. was until a couple other female characters show up, and I think they might be slightly more. Po- I know she was my favorite until these two showed up, and I'm like, okay, I like them better. They're okay. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get around to it. I think I also want to start ReZero. Yeah, I've been telling you that for a while. I haven't started the second right. season yet, but. I know it's not a full season because because of COVID, it's been split into two. But, I mean, if you went to, like we did, to Japan, ReZero was, like, everywhere. In, yeah. like, uh, uh, what, what is the name of the place? Uh, uh, Akiba. Yeah. Like, well, not ReZero, more Rem from ReZero. is like, every, like, you can't go, like, two feet without seeing her face in a claw machine, a poster, this and that. She is everywhere. She's pretty popular. And uh, <laughs> so I don't know why it took so long to get a second season, but it's well, it was supposed to. It got delayed because of the pandemic. Yeah, it but it, no, to... but it was still supposed to come out only this year. I thought it would have been uh, the, the first season came out a few years ago. That's so. right. I mean, well, they did have like a filler movie in between that I didn't see. I heard it wasn't worth watching. Well, the show I've been watching that I've been trying to tell you to watch is like it. It, it was so popular in Japan, the Blu-rays outsold Frozen. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, right? My next life is a villainous. Yeah, I'm for it. Well. It was like the, one of the only animes to outsell a fucking Disney movie in Japan because Japan loves Disney. Yeah. But yeah, Hami Furrow's Blu-rays were outselling Frozen 2 a lot of weeks. That's how popular that show is. So That's why it got renewed you know, right when the first season ended, well, which does a, not always happen. A million shows I've recommended to you that you haven't seen. Okay, so you're, okay. You still haven't watched Dr. Stone. You but, still haven't watched... I'm not you still haven't even finished the new season of My Hero Academia. I you got issues. <laughs> I'm just, you haven't caught I'm, up on... You what? barely watched any of JoJo's, and I've told you over and over again, you don't even need to watch part one. You can just start in part three. That's what a lot of people do. Although part two, I think, is worth watching. Part one is by far the worst. Yeah, part one bored me. Um, what I was going to say was this... The Patreon is my life now, and that's uh-huh. a good transition because folks, changing people's lives. <laughs> I know it's my life. I don't know if I'm changing anyone's life. Uh, You're like the fiend; you change people's <laughs> lives. That's what they. That's what I think it was Michael Cole said. The fiend been... changes people's lives when he encounters. Can them. we let's let's so you change people's I, lives. I have to say this out loud because you bring the. I wasn't going to say anything because you brought this up. I know how you're fucking stupid is it that Roman Reigns takes six months to come back? We're all excited to see this him. Shouldn't surprise He's you, trying though. to save us from the worst run of WWE main events, probably in history, with the Fiend and Braun Strowman, mm. and it, it's probably up there. It's up there. I don't know if it's the worst. And could be right, I think though. it's the worst. He could be right. But... <laughs> 
the point is though, he's tr- he's he's this cool guy who cared about his family, so he did Clinton Russell and his health for five months and his health. He's a cancer survivor, and we are supposed to boo him. He is the bad guy. We're supposed to cheer, I guess, either the demon clown monster man or the, or man the... who attacked the tiny girl, <laughs> or the other monster man who just attacked the tiny girl. Yes, those are the heroes of the story. The cool guy who is normal and you know looks like an actual human fucking being and that we've all been missing all this time uh he's the bad guy mm-hmm. I'm supposed to boo him it's amazing they, well, people have been telling him to do i haven't watched smackdown yet so he is the heel he uh is yeah okay no no paul Heyman's a face now <laughs> trust me he's a heel but yeah it's just funny because people have been telling him to do that roman turn forever and they're just like, how about we do it at the exact moment where everyone is dying to see them come back and kick everybody's ass? What if this that makes is... Sense. I, unfortunately, I know the answer to this question. And this is like trying to... This is kind of like, as a comparison, how like... Before I say what I say, it's, the only comparison is how Tommy Wiseau now claims the room was like... <laughs> was planned the whole time to be a, a, a dark comedy. Yeah. What if like... Roman, as soon as we get crowds back, whoever knows. Yeah, I have a feeling with this character, Roman will get cheered like Are you all kidding? hell. Who the fuck would boo Roman Reigns against... And now he's Paul and Heyman, then, which makes him yeah, even cooler. And I, and I bet like Vince will be like, well, God damn it, that was my plan the whole time. <laughs> Who is going to boo face, Roman pal? Reigns against Bray Wyatt? And the fucking Fiend? You're going to be like, get him, Fiend! Yeah. I like the Fiend. I like terrible matches. It's like, okay. This is like Becky Lynch all over again. I feel like that's what's going to win by the time. It's amazing. And I, you know, I was really hoping, because in theory it's possible, like the first major show where WWE can get crowds back, maybe, and have a full crowd is possibly Royal Rumble. I mean, that's not definitely. I don't think they're going to have a full crowd by the Royal Maybe yeah. WrestleMania. I, I thought know. maybe there was, and like Roman could have returned there, been like number, like make Baron Corbin number one, someone who you'll guarantee Roman will get cheered <laughs> against, and then Roman comes out number two. You could have gotten a huge pop, and then... Make Brock number 30, and everyone thinks, oh, fucking uh, Brock again, and Roman wins, right, and everyone's This is fancy so. booking now. Anyway. But yeah, that, I just wanted to bring that up because you mentioned that. But the actual transition mm. uh, into the Patreon plug. So folks, uh, if you're not yet subscribed, patreon.com slash wrestlingomikase is where to go. Uh, honestly, you should, I don't know when it's going to go up, but we're recording this April 29th. You should wait until September 1st so you don't get double charged. I'm not trying to rip anybody off. If you subscribe before September 1st, You'll get charged five dollars, and you'll get charged another five dollars mm. on September first. So wait till Tuesday, but you definitely should subscribe on Tuesday because we have so much cool shit coming up in September. Uh, we're gonna do another five matches free up, or new not free, another Patreon exclusive five matches episode. Uh, we're gonna do a you know we're gonna finish up our Naito Ishii series, watching all of them in chronological order. Uh, we have eight episodes done already, only two to go. Um, but the big thing is. I am going to cover the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax, the All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion Carnival, and the NOAA N1 Victory. All three tournaments running at the same time. We're going to do them all. I might lose my mind trying to do this, but I'm going to make it work. And Survivor Series. So, no, not Survivor Series. So those three tournaments, uh, some will be on the free feed still. Basically, the way it'll break down is like the weekend shows will be free feed. The weekday shows will be like same day on the Patreon. So you'll have to subscribe to it to get the... Uh, you know, to get the full coverage of all the three tournaments. So we're going to make it work. I'm going to lose my mind trying to do it, but I'm going to cover all three tournaments. So if you want to hear my thoughts on every single match, all three tournaments, follow along. It's patreon.com slash wrestling omikase. We're going to have guests too. 
for some of the episodes on the Patreon too. So, you know, it'll be a great, great time. I already got a great group of guests lined up for the, uh, you know, for all the episodes with uh, the free episodes too, where we'll be covering the shows on the weekend. So yeah, we got a ton of stuff coming up. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Omakase. Uh, there's Anime Omakase too, if you like that little bit of anime talk. Uh, Nicole and I just did an episode on Hamifura, which people seem to like a lot. So definitely check that out. When are you guys going to marathon uh, Boruto? I don't think ever, honestly. All right, so let's get into I'm these only like, Japan. Uh, 50 episodes behind. <laughs> catching up. How long did it take to get to the manga again? It was like 100 episodes. The first chapter of the manga was covered after like episode 52. <laughs> and now I think... So you, next... watched, so you watched 51 straight episodes of film. About that. And I know <laughs> the next... Then they do the first arc, and then the second arc doesn't... And that only lasted like 10 episodes, maybe less. The second arc in the manga does not start until episode 151, I believe. So it's about like 90 episodes of filler after that. <laughs> which is, I'm, I'm in that now. But the thing uh, is, it's not nearly as bad as the Naruto filler used to be. That's something. That's definitely something. <laughs> but I guess when you're writing filler full time, you have to like, really yeah. think of some good stuff. So it's not, it's, you said it's not as bad as the Naruto I filler? I don't think so. What was the worst Naruto filler arc? Was it the, the Ninja Ostrich? Yeah, that was really bad. Although... The Naruto filler doesn't compare to the Bleach filler, but only the one-shot Bleach episodes. The Bleach filler arcs, I remember, could actually be decent, sometimes even better than the main story, rarely, but their one-shot episodes were the worst things ever conceived by man. one-shot filler episodes. (laughs) What about, what was the, Roni Kenshin had really horrible filler, too? Yeah. Like the Necromancers arc and all that? The Necromancers, (laughs) Divine Medicine, the Circus was was okay. (laughs) The filler arcs or something. And Garlic Jr. Dragon Ball Z. That, that actually not, looks what? good now compared to some stuff. But. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's get into the shows here. Let's start with the... We're going to start with the four King of Wrestling matches from Korokin just before we get into Jingu, just because I wanted to cover them since they were, you know, kind of important. Uh, the first one was the no-finisher match. Uh, El Desperado defeating Satoshi Kojima in 14-13 by disqualification to advance to the four-way from... Uh, from uh, at Jingu. I don't know why I just struggled with my words there. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm not going to go blow by blow on these matches because I want to get to Jingu. But this is fun. I thought this was yeah. a damn good match. I went like three and a half on it. I like the um, part where Kojima like blocked a move with something that looked... Well, yeah, yeah. He hit like... So we got, it was like controversy. It was pretty early too. Kojima appeared to hit like a lariat of sorts... To like it was block, on his arm. Yeah, yeah so to block like, Despy. Ah, and like, ah. and Despy starts going like, come on, DQ him. And the ref's like, eh, the ref's ah. thinking about it. And Kojima does like make a little apology. And, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really, no. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, there was another point where Kojima like forgot and started to throw his regular lariat before having to stop. And then that, like, that, like Despy like poke him in his eyes and roll him up for two. I wonder, would, would Kojima have just won if this was finisher only? Would they find... I think so. That's funny. So the fans are essentially Maybe. voting on the result. I, I don't know. Well, mm, if it was finisher only, I don't know. I, mean, I wonder it, what they would have done. I, I'm su- little, I was a little surprised no finisher won. But yeah. the fans really wanted to see it. Apparently, The, the fans love Desperado. Oh, especially in Japan. Like, I mean, I do think that of... is the more, the more interesting match. Yeah. The other result is just... I don't know. It just... I mean... That would just be like a normal match, I feel like, in a way. Yeah. This was more interesting. And I really loved the match. And then the finish came, and I was like, well, that was dumb. But then I thought, well, how else was it going to end? Really? Yeah, so the ref was down. Desperado went for the Pinjay Loco. He went for his finisher, which he's mm-hmm. not supposed to do. Uh, Kojima got out of it. 
And then Despy hit Kojima, Kojima with a lariat and, like, taunted him to do his own, which he did, but Marty Asami revived just in time to DQ him. Yeah. I love the finish. Yeah. Like you, can see him in the, you can see Marty in the corner of your eye in the background, too. So you're like, oh, no, Kojima, don't do it. And then he does it, and Marty calls for the bell. But, yeah, I went three and a half. This was fun. Uh, match number two of the King of Pro Wrestling matches was Toriano defeating Bushi in 444. Uh, to advance in the two-count pinfall match. This was definitely the better result than the five-count ring out. Yeah. Because two-count pins, I've seen them a lot in DDT and Dragon Gate and, uh, you know, the, that tag tournament at the end of the year always does them where, like, they'd have, like, a ten-minute time limit of the New Year's Yeah, I've seen that I've, yeah. in, when we went to Japan the first trip. that There was some match on the show we went to, the DDT, like, Young Boy show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a match where... For overtime, it was a two count. Right, that thing. was that. That was the DD, the DNA one night tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the same and that thing was as the really time. Interesting. And hasn't Dragon Gate done that? Dragon Gate's done a million yeah. times. Yep, Dragon Gate's done two count. Remember, there was like a famous reign. Uh, I think it was like Naoki Tanizaki who kept like doing two count fall rules when he was Brave Gate champion, and then he like fought Pac or something, but Pac ended up beating him. With like it was like a match where Naoki only needed a two count and Pac needed a three count, I think. Whoa. But Pac still won. Uh, anyway, so this was we learned there's apparently still countdowns. Uh, Yano wouldn't get back in the ring, and the ref did yeah. start counting out. So it was like you could still win or lose by any other method. It's yeah. just it was a two count. Uh, Yano ended up with his legs taped together, and then still managed to reverse Bushi's Lamaji Star Cradle uh, into a cutback for the two count pin. That was a really funny ending. Yeah, I, right. I actually looked down for a second when that roll up happened. When I heard one two, I thought, oh, Bushi won, and then I was like, oh. did... Yano won. Oh, I guess he reversed and I rewound. I was like, oh shit, Yano reversed and <laughs> won. Okay. Uh, this is, yeah, it was pretty much exactly what I expected. I thought it was amusing and fun. I didn't really get why people were complaining about it. It's, it was um, under five minutes. Like, yeah, what, people on the internet, like, fun is allowed in New Japan. Yeah. They Don't act like this is fucking. These people act like it's fucking rings sometimes. I'm like, they've had comedy as long as I've been watching. Yeah. Like, what are you guys talking about? Anyway, uh, it just did not wear out as welcome. Uh, you know, after after a while, you can only have so many one count kickouts, right? But yeah, but yeah, I went three stars. This was fun. Uh, the third match, the one I was most flabbergasted on, although I, I shouldn't be at this point because people really hate Sonata. Uh, Sonata defeats Show in 1937 to win the submission match with a figure four leg lock. Um, this was easily matched the night. I went three and three quarters. I thought it was a great technical yeah, match. It was the best match. Uh, yeah. You know, really nice mat wrestling from both guys. This is where the fake crowd noise really got on my nerves, though. Yeah. Like, we didn't mention this, but, like, the... So, the, this was the first night where... which The people, I think, misunderstand the fake crowd noise. The big difference between New Japan doing this and WWE or AEW, they've been doing it, you know, mm. a lot during this pandemic, is, like, it's not just New Japan piping it in at all times. It's like the fans have an app, and when enough of them either hit cheer or boo, then the, the, the noise fake noise comes, starts. Yeah. So, when people are hitting cheer or whatever, that, like... It is a reaction from the fans. I mean, like, yeah. the fans are reacting by hitting the cheer button. Is it only people in the building? Only people in the building, yeah. So, I think that's cool. But anyway, like, on the first night, the problem was it was just way too loud. Mm. Uh, please silence your phone, sir. This is a... Pretend you're in a movie theater. Uh, <laughs> this is like, you know, a... Totally lost, totally lost my train of thought. Oh. You're talking about the app. Yes. Buddy. It was... It was just too loud on the first yeah. night. Like, you couldn't even hear the clapping, which I got used to the clapping. I kind of like the clapping now. Yeah. And, like, you know, you can even tell, like, how excited they are by how much or how little they're clapping, I feel like. But, um, I don't know. So, it was way too loud. Thankfully, they turned it down the very next night. Just too darn loud. At the next Corican. 
and then they turned it down to Jingu too. So they found a better balance. Yeah. You what did you you said it was like it sounded like the punch out. Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> it sounded like the punch out. I kept waiting for Mario to come in and. <laughs> uh, but yeah, show I thought did a you know a real strong job selling his leg in this match, especially when he he gave Sonata like a gut buster onto his knees near the fifteen minute mark. And then Sonata tapped out Show with a figure four. He paid off all the leg work yeah. throughout the match instead yeah, of just going did. to the and he went for the leg whole time. Instead and, uh, of just going to the skull end. Sonata's awesome. And if you don't like him, you got issues. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. A lot I of don't people get hate the him. Sonata hate him. Is I don't it because know. he doesn't cut promos? I don't know. And I want to ask these people because I bet it'll turn out these people are huge fans of Ishii. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, then why? Do you it's like not because people people hate his wrestling. Style. Uh, people uh, hate his wrestling style. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this was great. This was three and three quarters. Uh, the main event, on the other hand, was not great. It was Kazuchika Okada defeating no, the team God. of Yujiro Takahashi, Gato and Jado. I was 15. so mad the voting went to the piece. <laughs> I, was, I voted for the freaking strap match just because I didn't want to see Jado and Gato wrestle. Because not that they were great at a time, but Jado can barely move now. And Gato is, is like, has built himself to be a jobber, so yeah. I don't want to see him in the main event. And it's like, okay... So can I say the result, though? Okada submitted uh, oh, Gato. I wonder what people... Okada submitted Gato in 1526. Chado did not pin Okada. <laughs> the oh. Well, you say that, but somebody really shocking did pin Okada. Well, uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't count. He's, like, immune from... He's, he's also pinned Omega when he was champion and Naito when he was champion. And I will say, this was as dull and as bad as you'd expect it to be most of the time. And the fake booze, yeah. which sounded like someone trying to fucking... Uh, I don't know, like suck up a man booing through a goddamn vacuum cleaner, like while he's booing. Yeah, that's what it was like. Bleh! Although it's not as bad as the WWE fake booing in the Thunderdome, because the WWE fake booing in the Thunderdome just sounds like one long murmur. Like no matter how how long this thing is going on for, they just pipe in these non-stop boos. So like apparently, I guess the fake fans. Don't have to breathe. Yeah. It's like at some point they have to. I, there was like a segment I was watching with like AJ where AJ was talking and the fans the entire time just going, yeah. like at the exact same decibel. And it's like going on for like 10 minutes. I'm like, they would pass out at this point. Yeah. It was just really stupid. But anyway, but yeah, this is bad too. Um, I don't, I lost my train of thought, I guess. Oh, the point I was trying to say uh, was the end. At least Okada did, did a nice little dive. Onto the floor, which you know that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, like I remember Jado only really getting in for like triple teams and double teams. Yeah. So he didn't really. Okada did a nice dive on Jado and Ujira on the floor out of nowhere when he's fighting with Gato. Uh, we got like a nice near fall at the Gato clutch from the mm. man himself as Okada got back in the ring. It was like a two point nine nine kick out. I know. Like they really made you look really look like Gato's going to pen him. I and was then, spoiled on this match before I even watched it, but I knew Okada. Oh, you! Anyway. Wow, what what yeah, what, so what heartbreaking. I mean. Uh, Okada did finish him off right after that with the fucking money clip or whatever and Uh, like I said the nicest thing I can say about the match it wasn't quite as horrible as I expected it to be I gave it one and three quarters so it fucking sucked but it could have been a dud and can I tell you how much of this match makes Yojiro look like a dork even more than you're thinking (laughs) because one he wasn't the one that wanted the handicap match that's true it was Okada and on top of that then Okada won so he looks like the... Like, he wanted a one-on-one match. Okada's like, no, you suck so much. I want to face you with two other people and I'll still win. And then he did win. So it's... I mean, I guess he didn't pin him. He pinned Ghetto, but still. Uh, but it's fucking Yujiro. Who cares? It makes Yujiro look like... He, he is a dork, though. But, but the, 
they keep trying to every once in a while. Well, I guess right now they're only doing it because so many people are. Yeah, who cares? This is not. I'm afraid they're going to continue that feud with between him and Okada because after the match, he still said, "I want to face Okada again." (laughs) I mean, that could just be insane. Is he just like a masochist? I don't understand. Uh, Why would you want to keep fighting this man? Anyway. Uh, so that brings us to Jingu itself. I thought we were going to do Strong the, first. No, no, no. Let's do Jingu if okay. we're Strong. But yeah, the King of Wrestling stuff, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Again. No, it was, it was fine. People, except for that match. People bitched. But that, but, I, that didn't go on too long. It was like the show... The match that should have been the longest was Show Sonata of the four of them. And the match that should have been the shortest, I guess, well, I guess Bushi and Yano should have. And that didn't go on too long, but it was a pretty bad... New Japan main event, but at least yeah. it wasn't main eventing like just, a big yeah, show. just a fucking cork it, just a cork Like you think people anyway, people people allowed to lunch on this shit. I, I complained about it enough. The opening match: Yoshinobu Kanemaru mm-hmm. defeating Master Wato in seven thirty one with a Poor sunset flip. Uh, what, do you, didn't you want to talk about how you think Wato Wato banged Gato's wife or something? I don't know what he did. I don't even know if Gato's married. Honestly, but. I mean, this just looks. <laughs> I mean, his gimmick is already pretty. Like Hilarious. opening awesome. match, <laughs> bound and stay there forever. But the, now they're making them lose to Kanemaru. The Master and, Derby. And who, the he's master. lost to Kanemaru twice now. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty stunned. So he's a dork. Uh, before we get into the actual match, though, the atmosphere for the show is awesome. Yeah, I mean the it state, worked out better than I thought it would. The yeah. baseball stadium looked great. You can hear like the cicadas in the background. It started out with the sun out, sun, well, and it, sun like, went down. the sun went down. I mean, this was, like, one of the coolest atmospheres for New Japan show. It was spaced out, you know. Yeah, not like that Tokyo Joshi show I watched yesterday, where it's, like, it's just even social distancing. <laughs> they had so many fans packed in Shujuku face. Oh, uh, that's not good. But, yeah, so the fans were at least clapping loud right from the start when Wato ran wild early. But Kanemaru came back by tossing him in the railing, hit a leg drop into the railing. Uh, the early portion of this match was a little boring. You know, Kanemaru raked his eyes, but Wato came back with a nice flying kick, and then a corkscrew dive to the floor. Uh, you can just jump in here, by the way, if anything I'm uh, saying. This match is like <laughs> seven minutes long. What do you want to uh, say? hits a... I'm just telling you in general, I guess. Kanemaru hits a nice standing drop kick just after the fifteen after the five-minute call. Uh, he goes for a moonsault, lands on his feet, and Wato rolls out of the way. But we got some kind of weird botch after a ref bump for it. It looked like Wato just looked lost track of what they were doing. There, there seemed to be a botch in like every match. So yeah. I'm starting to think maybe the working out these side. Humidity. It's probably like 90% humidity there. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. It seemed like every match had at least one botch by somebody. Yeah. Uh, Kenimaru swings for the fences with his bottle of whiskey, which I guess makes sense here in the baseball stadium. Uh, Wato ducked to hit a big kick. Then that wacky like arm driver thing. I don't even know what, what it's called or anything. Uh, that got a two count. Uh, Wado hit like a kind of pedestrian strike combo, and then a very weird inverted power bomb. You you hated that spot. It did look pretty I stupid. I didn't get it. It made me. It looked like Wado was getting. It looked hurt. like it looked like Kanemaru gave him like a what's it called like a, a senton or something. Yeah, or something. Yeah. It was really weird. So that wasn't a screw up. That no, was. I guess that was supposed to. Maybe be it was just the camera angle yeah. in a weird place. I don't know. Uh, and then Kanemaru just rolls him up with the pen. Yeah, which is no time to win. Uh, that was really weird. I was. Below average, I would say two and a quarter. Wasn't very good. Uh, you know, not anywhere near as good as Watto's last singles match with Doki. So, Doki is better than Kanemaru, I guess, in 2020. This match uh, was there, and meanwhile, Watto like and fucking... Ishii had the night off. And so did Bushi and a lot of the really good people. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Watto's, Watto looked like a giant dork here getting pink clean by Kanemaru, yeah. but I guess this feud must continue. Well, Tenzon's got to train him better, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, match number two. Maybe you should start using the King Tron knee drop. I'm sure that'll work. The yeah. biggest stunner of the entire night. Toro Yano. Not the King Kong knee is drop. Your... Salt. I'm doing it stupid. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Okay, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong knee drop is Makabe. I didn't even catch that either. Uh, match number two. The biggest stunner of the entire night. Toro, Toru Yano is the king of pro wrestling 2020, and he pinned Kazuchika Okada in seven minutes and one second. What the fuck? When is this guy? What the fuck? Gonna get his title match that he's been owed <laughs> twice, by the way. No, the IWGP title. He's beaten Omega and Naito in G1s when they were champion, right? Am I wrong? I know he Omega, beat Omega. He definitely did. I could have sworn yeah. he beat Naito. Oh, no, I think he, Naito wasn't champion, but he pinned Naito last year. Yeah, he did pin Naito last year. But Naito didn't win the thing. Has he ever... Who, who was world champion last year going into the... Why am I forgetting? It was... It was, it was, uh, it was Omega. It was... No, last year. Oh, last year. It was Okada. It was Okada. Yeah. And he didn't... I guess he didn't pin Okada. But, um... There's another one, though. I know what you're talking about, and he never got his head shot. I can't think of who it is either. Yeah, I could have sworn he pinned another world champion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yano, Yano's owed some So Yano, Yano is currently the king of professional wrestling. Toriano, the yeah. king of professional so, wrestling. Well, he, either way, he pinned Naito last year's G1. Yeah. He was owed a title shot. I, well, I don't think that's how it Naito's works. Naito's champion now. Well, just, he never did it. You know, just pinned some... Well, he didn't get because he didn't beat him when he was champion. Okay. Well, he pinned Omega and never got a shot. Okay. So what, he should go to AEW. Go to AEW and challenge him. No, he, he should get it here. <laughs> uh, stop smacking your leg, please. Yano was very frightened... By the smoke machines mm-hmm. coming out, which was really, which is really funny. <laughs> it's like the smoke started coming out, and it's like ah, yeah. uh, it was really good. Uh, Sonata and Desperado started like stomping on Yano while Okada was still doing his pose, yeah. like coming out. That was also pretty funny. Uh, Yano went after Okada immediately with a running back elbow. I guess to show everybody that it's all everyone for himself. No. But then they started working together anyway. Uh, I like and, Okada and Sonata working together. Before that, though. So Okada was holding Sonata and told Yano to do a dive. Yeah. Which, how the fuck would that have worked? I don't know. And Yano hit the opposite ropes, but uh, Desperado tripped him up. Yeah. Probably saved him from ending his life. And then after that, Okada and Sonata worked together on Desperado. The crowd seemed to love that, too. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of a cool moment. Uh, you know, the two rivals, quote-unquote. Uh, Okada, at that point, then he held up the LIJ fist. Yeah. Like, come on, Sonata, give me the fist bump, but then kicked him. Yeah. <laughs> that was, sure. It's like, what a jerk off. Uh, the crowd was actually laughing during this, which I, I don't know if they're supposed to do that, really, but uh, yeah, yeah. they were making a little bit of noise here. Uh, and Okada and Sonata had a nice little exchange, ended with Sonata hitting a spinning suplex off the ropes. Uh, we had a little bots here, though, and this is what I guess we were talking about one, one in almost every match. With Okada, like, he fell down when Sonata tried to do the moonsault into the skull end. Uh, that's not great, obviously. But it's still but, not okay. Yeah, I mean, they... they I mean, other than, than, other than looking kind of stupid, they weren't running the skull end anyway, so yeah. it's not like it was a big deal. Uh, Desi came off the top of the frog splash on Okada while he was still in Skull End. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Desperado went for the Pinche Loco on Okada, but he back body dropped his way out of it. Uh, he had a big back drop and then, or big drop kick, and then locked in the money clip. But Desperado like grabbed the referee to get out of it, and then Yano low blows Okada and pins him. The camera completely missed the low blow. By the way, yeah. they had to show a replay angle to see it. Uh, but yeah, this was <laughs> what the fuck. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because they missed it. Mm, yeah. Are they going to do Yano Okada for, uh, after a New Japan Road for this, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. That's so funny. But I feel like Sonata and Desperado would match his first. Yeah, you'd think. Because Okada got pinned. Yeah. But back of the line, buddy. Back, back of the line. And I feel like... Uh, <laughs> like 
I thought I thought going in it was going to be elimination, but I guess no one ever said that. And it yeah. just New Japan almost never does that. Like, yeah, I guess they're trying to do wacky stuff for this title. So sure. And then Yano holds up the trophy. He is the king trophy of professional of wrestling. Kind of like he like banged Okada Rocky for his forgiveness. Yeah. He was like, like, please, Okada, forgive me. And like, then he desanitized it. And... Oh, no, I, think that's, I think that's just water, buddy. Uh-oh. He has well, that spray bottle. spraying water? I don't know. Why not? Because he has that spray bottle of water instead of his spit. Yeah, I know. And he sprays it around. But yeah, this was. I gave this three stars. I had a good time. Uh, even though it was only seven minutes, obviously. Uh, match number three, the never open weight title. Here's where the show, like, fucking becomes awesome. amazing. Uh, Minoru Suzuki defeats Shingo Takagi in 1456. Shingo was making his fourth attempt at defense, and Suzuki is now the new never openly champion, the 30th champion, so that's kind of cool. In the second reign, I believe. Second, is it second or third? It might be his third. Yeah. I think it's the second, but I could be wrong. Uh, so we start off with a big elbow exchange right off the opening bell, of course. Uh, Suzuki tries to grab Shingo into a front face lock, but Shingo comes right back with a front suplex. They end up on the floor, and Shingo like whips him into the railing. He basically beats him all over ringside. But then instead of trying to get to Kana, he tosses him back in because you know he's he's in a clean fighting mood lately, I guess. Uh, Suzuki just keeps beating on him with these hard slaps and kicks, and Shingo starts yelling at him to hit him harder, which is so cool. Uh, we end up in a chop and slap exchange, which Shingo you, looks to be winning until Suzuki like traps his arm, uh, but then Shingo comes right back with a big standing lariat. He gets two more lariats in the corner, and then a big backdrop suplex really just fucking throws him. And that gets a two count. Uh, Shingo just, like, starts kicking at his head while he's down, which just makes Suzuki do that crazy laugh he does. Like, yeah. like, ah. <laughs> like that you're fucked Psycho, laugh. yeah. Uh, you know, he basically gets up and just elbows him in the face repeatedly, and then hits a big boot and a PK. He tries for the one-foot cover, but only gets a one-count. Some referees will not count those. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, he wants a real cover. He wants a real cover. Like, remember when he, like, pantomimed? That no, no this, you have to do this, and, like, put his... I think it was to Jericho. I think that's what it, who it was. During Jericho Tanahashi, I think he, like, pantomimed, like, you can't do no one foot, and they, like, put his arms out. That was kind of funny. Uh, but, yeah, then we get another big elbow exchange. Some great camera work doing this, too, just, like, showing the atmosphere... Like they, you know, they they can't. They uh, showed us uh, a shot of it, like pointing at the sky, and they were showing like what the stadium looked like during this. That was really cool. Uh, Shingo came back with a lariat against the ropes, tried for another one, but Suzuki ducked and, get, and got a sleeper locked in. Uh, I couldn't really keep up the action here. They were going so fucking fast, and Suzuki finally got the sleeper again. Uh, the crowd tries to like clap to get Shingo back in it. Uh, Suzuki lets go and goes for the gotch. But Shingo counters with that great, quick Death Valley driver he does, where he just like, lifts the guy up and drops them all in one motion. Yeah. Uh, Shingo gets the pumping bomber, but Suzuki kicks out too. Uh, Suzuki tries to kick his way out, uh, but Shingo just like catches him and hits Made in Japan. That looks pretty cool too, even though Suzuki... Suzuki took it in like a weird way, but like I wouldn't call that a botch. Like The way he landed was a little weird, but like I mean, they hit the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Suzuki, Suzuki kicked out of two. You got the 10-minute call. It's, I mean, that was crazy. I couldn't believe it was only 10 minutes. Yeah. It was all action. It felt like, yeah, so much action. You thought, yeah. Not that the match felt like... Yeah, it didn't feel like it was like, you know... Over. That could be a good thing or a bad yeah, thing, I guess. Be, Yeah, that's But, uh, yes. Then Suzuki... Or Shingo tries for Last of the Dragon. Suzuki gets out of it, hits a big headbutt to the back of the head, another one to the front, and a third headbutt that drops him. Uh, Suzuki hits his big slap combo, really laying into him. But Shingo comes back with a pair of his own headbutts. 
Uh, Suzuki gets the sleeper locked back on again. Shingo goes for Last of the Dragon, but Suzuki pulls his hair right back into the sleeper. Uh, Shingo duck escapes again. Hits three straight short arm lariats, but Suzuki just wouldn't go down. Remember that when he was like hitting? Yeah, one after he just kept hitting. He hit the ropes, but he still wouldn't go down. And yeah. he was doing the crazy psycho <laughs> look again, and yeah. Then he hit a huge drop awesome. kick. Yeah, that that whole that made me go like, holy shit! That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and he both that drop kick out. Both guys were down again. They trade more headbutts from a kneeling position, which I know you thought was nasty looking. Yeah, I've uh, seen worse. Then there were some elbow strikes. Uh, Shingo had a big elbow right to the face. Suzuki fired back one of his own. Uh, we got the, this very slow but like really intense elbow exchange here where they're, they're really laying into each other during this one. It was great. Uh, Suzuki finally hits another hard headbutt, but then, uh, you know, basically gets just making a great old man angry face as they go back into the elbows. And Suzuki gets the sleeper yet again. And Shingo, I thought, looked like he was done here. So I, I, I kind of figured this would yeah, be the finish. Be you know, the referee kept, kept checking, and Suzuki goes for the gotcha yet again, points to someone in the heavens, probably called gotcha himself. Because <laughs> you're not normally outdoors, I guess. So he was able to actually point up in the yeah. sky where Carl gotcha is. And hits it for the win. Uh, this ruled. Suzuki, I, I love that they just let Suzuki win clean. I mean, people complain so much about the evil stuff, and I get it. But, like, there are plenty of other heels in this company that can win matches clean. Yeah. And this was, like, clean as a sheet. Uh, both guys just killed each other from start to finish. I would go four and a quarter. Yeah. Same rating. I gave the same rating, so. Uh, up next, we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Another awesome, incredible match. Taiji Shimori defeats Hiromu Takahashi in 1330 with the Yes Lock. It was Hiromu's second attempt at defense, and Taiji is now the 87th champion. Uh, so he went, obviously the story here was Hiromu's shoulder. I mean, it was all taped up going in. Mm. It was legitimately injured. So Taiji went right at it immediately with kicks at the bell. From uh, the very start. What'd you say? From the very start, yeah. yeah. We get an elbow exchange, and then both guys just keep running as you know Taiji quickly tries to get La Mystica. Hiromu escapes it. Uh, he tries it again and gets La Mystica. He lands right on Hiromu's shoulder. I mean, that looks brutal, the, the La Mystica, where he just, he just goes straight down the shoulder. Uh, you know, he, he, Hiromu rolls to the floor. Ishimori follows up with a really nice moonsault to the floor off the second rope. And then he does another 450 to the shoulder. Like, that was awesome. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, "Ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from Arena Club Com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy slab packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and, and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah you can open it and look it's going to be junk you're you you know what i mean like you know what you're probably going to get in those maybe you find that fun and sometimes i do sometimes i like just opening up cards and saying oh hey look at some random cards or whatever but if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs and it ends up being you know almost nothing you know nothing of value not with arena club you can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading, so you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. 
And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Yeah. Like that springboard 450 landing right on the shoulder. He tries for the arm bar, but Hiromu rolls to the floor again. Uh, Taiji stays on the arm, stretches it in the ropes. Hiromu tries to come back with a chop and then just like runs away, which I, you know, Hiromu just like was working this match completely different from normal. And the idea, I guess, is that his arm really is that bad. And they did a great job, you know, getting that story over. He tries for the sunset bomb, bomb, sunset bomb to the floor when Taiji gets on the apron. But Taiji fucking does a backflip onto the ground, lands perfectly on his feet. That fucking rolled. So I'd never seen anyone escape that sunset from powerbomb like that. Uh, then he throw, takes Hiromu and just throws him arm, fit, arm first into the ring post. That looked brutal. Uh, he just keeps kicking at the arm before Hiromu finally comes back with a nice standing Rana. Uh, Hiromu then tears the tape off his own shoulder. That was great. He's just like, I'm not going to let this stop me. Just tears it off. Hits a drop kick off the apron of the floor. Uh, then we get a falcon arrow back to the ring for a two count as we get the five-minute call. Again, amazing how much shit they packed into five minutes here. I mean, every match on the show wasn't like as long <clears throat> as a normal New Japan match. I don't know if they're just trying to yeah. not keep people out together as long, maybe. That could have been it, or but, the fact that they're outside, I don't, I don't know. But I, I mean, I liked it for a change. I liked yeah. having some shorter matches. Uh, you know, Hiromu... I thought this match was a little too short, though. But I thought, I thought this they, match could have gone. But they'll probably go longer when they have yeah. a rematch. And I thought they told their story, so... Yeah. Uh, Hiromu hits a big Larry in the corner. Ishimori comes back with a drop kick in the other corner. Uh, Hiromu tries for belly-to-belly suplex into the turnbuckle, but Her- Ishimori lands on his feet again on the second rope. Ishimori was awesome in this match. I mean, yeah. like as good as I've seen him in a long time. Uh, that was fucking amazing. Then he hits a reverse Rana Her- on Hiromu, drops him right in his head. Uh, Hiromu, though, comes back and manages-, manages to get the belly-to-belly suplex into the turnbuckle this time. Uh, both of them are down again. Hiromu hits the dynamite plunger for a two-count. Uh, Taiji tries to kick the shoulder again, but Hiromu no-sells at this time and hits a big lariat. They trade German suplexes, landing right on their heads. Both guys no-sell, and then Hiromu comes back with a pair of lariats, but can't make the cover because his arm is in pain again. So uh, He's just doing a great job selling his shoulder here, like really clutching it after every cover. Uh, and then we get a big reversal sequence, ending with Ishimori hitting the inverted lung blower. Both guys down again. 
Ishimori hits La Mystica again just, just after the 10-minute call and goes right into the yes lock. Uh, Hiromu struggles and finally makes the ropes. Awesome selling by Hiromu here. Uh, and then Ishimori hits a crazy low power bomb. That low power bomb was awesome. Like, he just basically dumped him right in that turnbuckle with that low power bomb. Uh, then he hits a big lariat. He goes for Bloody Sunday, but Hiromu reverses it into the corner Death Valley Driver charge. Uh, he locks in the yes lock again and rolls Hiromu back over when he almost makes it to the ropes. And, oh, I'm sorry, I missed something. Actually, I missed Hiromu. I, mi- I missed Hiromu hitting the time bomb. And hitting it, yeah. which Taiji kicked out for. But not Her- the time bomb. Hiromu went for the time bomb too, and Taiji fought out of it. He got like some kind of crazy head drop from an inverted DET position. I don't even know what that was, but it looked crazy. Uh, and then he gets the yes lock in again. He rolls Hiromu back over when he almost makes the ropes. Mm-hmm. And Hiromu has no choice but to tap out. Uh, I thought this match fucking rocked. But this was the match of the night. Uh, the shoulder work was great. Hiromu's selling was great. There was still, like, all sorts of, like, spectacular shit in there. And it paid off at the end with a logical, clean finish. A heel in Bullet Club wins completely clean. It's, like, cause for celebration, honestly. Well, he did go after the weak part. Yeah. <laughs> that, Only a bad that's man wrestling. would do that. That's wrestling, though. He's a bad, bad man. But, yeah, I, I, yeah. I went four and a half on this. I thought this was an incredible match. You know, obviously not as good as the 2018 uh, Best of the Super Junior Final, but they got a lot closer than I thought they would. So, this is awesome. I think you were a little bit lower, right? Mm-hmm. What'd you give it? I don't know, but I didn't think it came close to their 2018. Okay. I thought they... I did, said if they, they had, had more time, they would have. I went five stars in 2018. I went four and a half here, mm. but I thought this was awesome. I'm sure they'll have a rematch eventually. They'll we'll be given more time, and... I mean, to me, this match didn't need more time. But the story was the shoulder. He punished the shoulder and they fucking won. the title. Yeah. So I guess you're right. You're right. That's part of the overall. This is one of those matches where you need to know the end of the story. Yeah. Including the next match, which. Where the fuck are they going with that? But. Uh, the fifth match, the semifinal, the IWGP tag team title. My fucking heart. The Dangerous Tackers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, make their first defense. Zack defeating Tanahashi. With the Zach Mephisto, the double team Black Mephisto, uh, they make their yeah successfully retain the titles. This was first of all the first successful defense on the show since we saw the last two were both title changes, uh, and was like continuing a trend of all heel wins here, which made me more confident. Like I said, that Naito was going to uh-huh. win the main event because uh-huh. not all titles changed hands, and at this point, you know, we had all heel wins. I wish so. I could view into an alternate universe where Naito lost the title. <laughs> See John saying, We're gonna talk smack that tonight, everybody. If you're gonna like it, uh, I'm not talking New Japan anymore. I don't think that would have happened, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new Golden Age intro to the theme song, which is pretty cool. And then they lost. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought that was funny. I thought they like made you think, mm-hmm. All right, you're definitely gonna win. They got a new intro to the theme song. Uh, and then Taichi and Zach tried to get the jump on them early, but this time the Golden Ace were finally ready for it. Only took them like 15 tries <laughs> to finally be ready for the techers jumping them. Uh, from all those, like, six fans and stuff, I mean. Uh, but, yeah, so they fought them off. But then Taichi cut Tanahashi off with a dangerous backdrop. Dropped him right on his head. Uh, both techers beat them all over, beat them all around ringside. Uh, Taichi then choked Tanahashi out with a camera cable. Uh, back in the ring, they just kept working over Tanahashi. Mostly choking him some more. This was not the most exciting stuff, but, like, Tanahashi's typically great selling did keep me engaged. So that's good. Uh, Tanashi tried to come back with forearms, only to get choked some more by Taichi. Uh, Tana blocked a lariat, finally managed to cross body out of the corner, 
and then was finally able to tag in Ibushi. Uh, Ibushi makes a comeback with a big dive to the floor. It's a standing shooting star press on Taichi. The standing shooting star looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ibushi and Taichi then traded middle kicks. This was your favorite part of the match, I think. Yes. Uh, Taichi hit like a really nice standing enzigiri to to win that battle just for the ten minute mark. That's so anyways. Ibushi has the best kicks. He's awesome. Taichi's kicks were great too. Taichi's kicks were pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, Taichi pulled off the pants. Uh-huh. Pulled him off. Tried for a super kick, but Kota caught his leg. Hit a nice little back kick. Uh, Taichi hit a head kick, but Ibushi fired right back with his own head kick. So that, that looked really nice. And both guys were down. Uh, ZSJ and Tanahashi tagged in. And Tanahashi had a dragon screw on Zack. Then another dragon screw in the ropes. Uh, Tanahashi tried for the Cloverleaf, but Zack was able to crawl to the ropes pretty much immediately to break. Uh, Tanahashi tried for the Sling Blade, but Zack caught his arm and like they end up in like this backslide position. They struggled over that for a little bit until Taichi ran in and hit a big boot on Tanahashi to put him down. Uh, Taichi like hold, held Tanahashi and Zack looked for those uh, standing dragon screws like, like they did at Dominion, but Ibushi came in this time with a huge springboard missile drop kick. Didn't you compare him to like the... Oh, no, that was like the Terminator thing. Uh, they then do the exact same double team with Kodak holding Taichi and then Zack, you know, hitting the dragon screw. What the hell is that sound? That was the washing machine. Okay. I don't know. Okay, I hope not. Uh, Zach, they did the same thing as Zach. They held him up there, and we got the other dragon screw from Tana. Uh, This part was cool. Like, the revenge from Dominion. Yeah. And, yeah. Abushi was was very intense, and he was awesome. That did the part where he, where I thought Sabre Jr. was going to uh, tap him out. And uh, Bushi just shows up from behind, like slowly walks over, like I'm gonna kill this fuck, like with this look on his face, yeah. like like in Saber Junior doesn't see him. It was great. The crowd was, I felt like, was making maybe a little bit of noise. I know, I know there was a lot of. They were definitely pushing that app because there was a. I heard the fake crowd noise more than any anything else up until this match. So, <laughs> uh, they did the yeah. So that was what we were talking about. Where Zach got Zach was able to duck the sling blade. And, you know, countered into a takedown. And then, like, torturous-looking arm lock he does. Yeah. Is that the Napalm Death? I can never remember which one is which. Neither can I. Uh, but either yeah. way, it doesn't matter. But Tanashi's selling, and that was awesome. Yeah. And then that's when, like, Ibushi showed up, like, the fucking Terminator to break it up. He starts going for Kami, uh, Goe, but Taichi brings yeah. in the Iron Fingers. Yeah. Uh, but Ibushi, Ibushi kick- kicks it out of his hand. Yep, yeah, he kicked the arm away. Uh, then he hit a knee strike on Zack, another one on Taichi. They hit the Golden Boy on Taichi. I forget the 15-minute call. Then the Golden Boy on Zack. Didn't you think they were going to win here? I thought they were. <laughs> I mean, he hit a high fly flow, and I'm like, oh, he's going to go to another one to really finish him off. Yeah, and so then... Ibushi hits a dive to Taichi on the floor. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi goes up and hits the high fly flow crossbody to Zack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he goes up again and goes for the real one to the front. But Zack rolls out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Taichi comes in out of nowhere. I don't know where the fuck he came from. They get the Zack Mephisto on Tanahashi, and that's the pin. Yeah, that was stunning. That was like a really stunning result. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ibushi tried to make the save. And you he mm-hmm. looked like he was going to, but Taichi just barely held him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the finish was awesome. Like the finish was so well executed from all the guys. Like Taichi coming in out of nowhere. The, you know, just barely holding Ibushi back at the last second. Krillin's giving me a dirty look because he's very upset. His, his, uh, his boys didn't win. But, like, this was a great match. I mean, I didn't think it was quite as good as Dominion, but it was still pretty awesome. Uh, especially once we got past the kind of boring opening portion. And I thought it was better than Dominion. I, mean, I went for it was and a half more competitive. 
I run four and a half at Dominion. I only won four stars here. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, possibly four and a half. I don't know. Oh, four okay. Four and a quarter. I mean, I would have loved it even more if they had won, but it was still a great match. I can't deny that. Okay. But I thought it was just part... Maybe it's part two. Well, the first match was part one in the story. This was part two, and maybe... I mean, I don't know if they're even going to do a tag league this year. And if yeah. they do, it's far away. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how they're going to handle the end of the year, especially post G1. I mean, I don't know if they're going to try to fit in the best of the Super Juniors. I don't know if they're going to do just the Junior Tag League. We don't know. Junior. I, if you have to pick one for between Junior Tag League and best of Super Juniors, I don't think the, I don't <laughs> think anyone will be like, No, Tony, Junior Tag League, just cancel it! Justin, fuck off. <laughs> My favorite part of the year. That's like the one. That's like the one thing no one cares about. So you got if you guys the, want, well, you no one cares about the war tagging either. Yeah, I think they care a little bit more. Probably but, a little bit. Yeah, but, it's been okay the last couple of years. Yeah, maybe. but I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I would this, take this is getting off topic, but yeah. I feel like maybe just skip the junior tag league this year and do best super juniors. But it's up to you guys. But yeah, I like I love the finish. Tanahashi just couldn't quite get the job done. He's still. I guess he is too old. Like Dangerous Techers are an excellent heel tag team. Yeah. I just I just was mad that they lost their tag tiles in their first shot, Tanahashi yeah. in their first defense. And I felt like the tag tiles are getting bounced around too much. And, but well, I mean, they did retain. They're, they're trying. Yeah, they're <laughs> trying to. I think build them up. And I think having Tanahashi and Ibushi feud for them makes them look more important than it was just always well, the same having, three tag just, teams. Even just having Zack and Taichi yeah. with them makes it more important. You'd always just be Rose Destiny. War Machine and who was the other tag team that was always fighting for those things? Uh, Killer Elite Squad. Killer Elite Squad. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so good match, though. I liked it a lot. Yeah. The main event for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Double Titles. Some weird parts of uh, this match. Tetsuya Naito defeats Evil in twenty six twenty to become the seventy second Heavyweight Champion and the twenty sixth Intercontinental Champion. People have you know, Evil's second defense of both titles. Evil's t- reign of terror as people were making after days over. Like, I, we have to, I want to take a victory lap on this. Mm. Who the fuck, after Super Sengoku, or on this podcast, which most of you have, did not hear, unless you're patrons. If you are, again, thank you. But we said it at the time. Mm-hmm. On the Sengoku Lord show, at the end of the show, I said people were freaking out, but I think it's just going to be like a fucking little one-and-a-half-month thing... That's what I thought, too. ...to get us to Jingu and give Naito a big match. We w- Like, if Naito wins, how are they going to do Naito Evil again? <clears throat> it was just a way to do Naito Evil on two shows mm. and let Naito get his big win with the fireworks going off and, and win the belts back. And make a star out of Evil. And it also... Yeah, it makes a star... It elevates people Evil. Remembers this. They did the same thing with JY. He was champion for, like... I swear to God, I tried to tell people this on Twitter. I put it in my preview. I put it everywhere. Evil or Jay White 2019. He wins the title. He loses on his first defense. And that's happened a lot of times. Tetsuya Naito 2016. Yeah. He wins the title. He makes one defense. He, makes he loses one it. successful defense. He yes. loses it back to Okada. Loses it back to Okada. Even Okada, Okada's first ring in 2012. Then... He beats Tanahashi. He makes two defenses this time. Naito and Goto. And he loses it right back to Tanahashi. They do this a all lot. the time. They've done this many times. I told... A lot of heels first title reign is short. It's just the fact that they win the title makes them a star. Yes. And then, and usually they win something like the cup or whatever yeah. going in to make them even more of a star. Which Evil did. Which Evil did. Like, pe- people need to learn to listen to it from there. Yeah. Or listen to us because you said the or, same thing. Because I, I, I'm i sorry. I, I knew Evil wasn't going to the. T- like, he was going to win it, probably drop it before the G1. Can, can we get. This is going to go into the John, John was right fold. Because okay. I called this. I and people, this too. You I called it too. I mean, John I wasn't John. 100%, but I thought the odds are Nike was probably getting the t- both tiles back. And but now we have a contender for evil. We could say, hey, maybe he'll get a rematch against Naito in the G one. He's one of those 
names in the G1 that could win. Yes. I mean, like Jay was right after he dropped the title. I mean, he had a really good record in the G1 that, that year. They elevated new top heel. Yep. Which they desperately needed because there's no top heel in the company right now. Yeah, Jay White gone. Because he's gone. And and I and even when he comes back, I think he's turning face. But that's another, yeah. We can get to that later. But yeah, I mean, like this this did exactly what it's out to do. And like you know, Naito's got the belts back. Like, what, the people need to yeah. calm the fuck down. I said then, at the time. I mean, uh, me of all people, I told tried to tell you there's nothing to worry about. Uh, even if Naito had lost here, I thought he was going to win the belt back on a third try or something. So I wasn't going to be that going to freak out that bad. But he won it here. I mean, that's it. It's like, people need to calm down. Who's winning the G1, though, do you think, by the way? Maybe Hiromu. Wouldn't that be crazy? It would be. And you finally get Naito Hiromu at I the door. I feel dome. like you're dream booking for yourself now, John. <laughs> but I would be happy. But well, I, the only thing I, that makes me Ghetto think... Ghetto does not like going to... What does uh, Tushan show on think? <laughs> that's what he wants? That's what I do. That's the, He's not going to do that. That's what they so. want. But yes, um, the... God, what you remember this train of thought? But they can't do Naito Okada. Why would they? With a fucking 5,000 yeah. seat cap? It's got to be something else. You think they're still going to have a cap at the Dome? Yeah. I don't think they're going to have that cap lifted by January. It, it could be Ibushi. It could be. It could be. Unless they're going Naito. for the tag title. Yeah. You could do Naito Ibushi. You could do Tanahashi too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people it could be. Yeah. It's really, it's really hard to predict right now in this environment, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, so Chris Charlton, as Naito was coming out. By the way, we had live English commentary for the first time in a look forever. That was yeah. nice. Uh, as Naito was coming out, he, you know, Char- Chris was really pu- you know pushing that Naito was here 21 years ago in left field, sixth row, seat number five. Uh, you know, watching that outdoor show. So you know, which another thing I thought was another reason why I thought he was winning here. They really were pushing that he- heavily, and then he did look a little taken aback at the atmosphere. Like you can see when he was coming out. He was like looking around at the at like taking it all in in a way he normally doesn't. So that was kind of cool. Uh, then you missed this, but the entrance was awesome. The lights all went out in the stadium except for the video board. They managed to turn off every light in the entire stadium, which could not have been a great easy thing to talk them into doing. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, can you turn off every single light in this baseball stadium? And you know, from Evil's entrance, and they even had these purple lights in the dugout. As Evil and Dick Togo were like emerging. So that looked really cool. Uh, one of the coolest entrances in New Japan in a long time, honestly. Uh, so Naito went right after Dick Togo and Evil. Uh, or he went after, right after Dick Togo. And then Evil immediately hits him with the heavyweight belt before the bell. And then just like beats on him for a while at ringside. Uh, you know, he did he does the chair baseball swing. Which again, makes a lot of sense here at a baseball stadium. Mm. They went back in the ring and like he pulled one of the turnbuckle pads off. Even as he told the referee to start counting Naito out. And the turnbuckle, the exposed buckle ended up coming to play a lot. Uh, Naito gets back in the ring. Uh, he immediately gets whipped into the exposed turnbuckle. Uh, were the fans like, did they program a fake Naito chant? I could have sworn I heard the fake chant saying Naito. They might have. I couldn't tell. I thought that, I mean, that would be pretty right. cool if they managed to do that. But, you know, the fans tried to rally him. Uh, Evil, like, sent him right back into the exposed buckle. He hit the chin lock. Chin lock time, but thankfully didn't last that long. Uh, Naito elbowed his way out of it. Uh, but Dick Togo once again got involved and tripped him from the floor before he could follow with anything else. Uh, now look, I, I, people are going to really hate the interference and stuff. At least they contained it to one match. Yeah. I mean, I like it a lot better. Like, even the Dangerous Techers won clean. Yeah. I mean, Taichi brought the claw in for like two but seconds. But got kicked out. But yeah. got kicked out of his hand. So every other heel on the show won clean. 
the crowd. Well, Yano didn't really win clean, but you know, he's not a heel. He's either. not a heel, really. Yeah. The the crowd tried to rally Naito with more clapping, but Evil, you know, put him down again with a swinging neckbreaker. Because we got the five minute call. Uh, was not the most exciting five, first five minutes, I will say that. But you'd assume they were setting up a big Naito comeback, which did happen pretty much right after that. Uh, he had a big single leg drop kick, a baseball slide drop kick to Dick Togo on the floor, a swinging DET to Evil, and then the combination Cabron in the corner, uh, followed up by a neckbreaker for a two count. Uh, Togo distracted Naito from the floor, which let Evil recover the kick to the gut, and then a that like hanging stomp he does in the corner, which looks pretty cool. It's pretty uh, cool. Evil raked Naito's eyes on the apron. He tried for Darkness Falls, but Naito dropped down in the ring and, like, sweeped his legs out from under him. That looked cool. You want to say sweep the leg? Sweep the leg? Uh, I don't know. You, you said that before. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying pretty cool for? You don't watch the commercials during the injured PW Oh, show. yeah. The fucking... The Carl Fredericks. The Carl Fredericks. Thank That's you. I, cool. I couldn't tell what you were referencing. Uh, but yes, so Naito, you know, he goes back to the floor and hits this big neck breaker to Evil on the floor, you know, from the apron. That looked yeah. pretty nasty. Uh, that match was really picking up. And that was, this match is, I'm sure people are going to complain this match was, I don't know. Some people seem to just hate Evil like they hate Sonata. Yeah. I didn't think this was like the best main event or anything, no, but I thought this was pretty good. Okay. I, I liked it, but I didn't think it was like the, I actually think the Dominion match was better, but you know. Mm. Uh, Naito hit a big Rana off the top rope for a two count. Uh, he tries to follow up with Gloria. Can't quite hook him for it, but stays in control like he's kicks some forearms. He starts, like, kicking Evil while he's down, but Evil just grins evilly, yeah. which I guess makes sense. Yeah, uh, he reverses Naito and whips him hard in the exposed turnbuckle. Both guys are down again. Uh, Evil hits a big Larry in the corner, sets Naito up on the top rope, hits a huge superplex off the top with both guys up there. That was pretty good. Uh, Naito kicks out there for only a one count. He's like, I will not stay down for your fucking two count. Uh, Evil hits a, a big Larry in the corner. I already said that. Uh, then he hit the 15-minute call. Evil hits the Darkness Falls for a very close two count. Uh, Evil does the throat slip, slip pose. And you saw Dick Togo was doing it on the floor, yeah, too. and I thought it was a little early to call for that, buddy. Yeah. Uh, he tries for the Evil STO thing, but uh, Naito fights out of it. Goes for a German suplex. Evil pushes him back in the exposed turnbuckle again. This fucking exposed. Can they like put the bu- the pad back Maybe, on? Yeah. It's been like twelve minutes since he took it or off. Put it on more securely <laughs> so it's not <laughs> so easy to take off. But it's like put it back on at some point. What are you doing? Got to got to get together, New Japan. Uh, Naito comes back with a nice swinging DDT. Both guys down again. Naito hits this really cool rolling combo kick. Well, usually he he hits that as like kind of kind of like a counter move. But here he got this awesome like running start and like ran into it. That looked, you know, really cool. Uh, then he hit Gloria and dropped Evil right on his head. He had a big DDT and went for Destino. But Evil went to his eyes to block it. And then Dick Togo hit him with a chair from the floor. Uh, Evil went for the Evil again. But again, Naito fought him off. Uh, he hit this, these multiple elbows right to the side of Evil's head. Those elbows look cool. Because, like, he still had Evil's wrist. He was just, like, hitting elbow after elbow. Like, they looked hard. They looked, uh, you know, good elbows. I don't know what else to say about them. The crowd was, like, really trying to clap to rally him here, too. Uh, Naito just keeps pounding away at those elbows as he holds on to the wrist. But Evil finally ducks one, and Dick Togo gets up on the apron. And this is the weird spot, the botch, I guess. Naito, I guess, was supposed to collide with Red Shoes, but he just kind of stumbled and fell down. So uh, that didn't look good. 
He didn't. I don't know why he didn't get right back up, but he didn't. He just stayed down. There was a lot of yeah. Something weird happened here. Like everything about that, I was like, what? I don't know what was supposed to happen. Yeah, this and, is. And why I don't even know what went wrong. This like, is why I couldn't go four stars. I think. What? So who messed up? There? I think Naito collapsed. I don't know. And why did Naito collapse? Like, I don't. Was like he that tired? Or I have no idea. Was it the humidity. I know they're pouring water in him. Like as soon as the matter, and I don't know. Maybe the humidity got to him, and he really was just like out of it, and just yeah. like fell. I mean, but it resulted in Evil just like so. Evil because Red Juice supposed to be bumped there, so Evil just had to grab him and toss him. Yeah, in the I mean, they didn't like really that know what else to do there, and like that should be a DQ, sir. Yeah, and the referee just said, "What the <laughs> hell was that?" Like, uh... <laughs> like you should have lost. And the titles changed hands on DQs. I know, so you should have lost the titles. Here. I mean, because he just know. like gra- it was like nothing. It, usually these spots they act like it could have been something else. <laughs> he just grabbed Red Juice and was like, just like "Fuck you!" you. Mm-hmm. And, like, talk, and, like, yeah. Talk I don't like you. Come here. Mm. Toss him in the exposed buckle as hard as he can. Uh, Dick Togo comes in and stomps on Naito. The fans queue up the bowing. They're mad. Yeah. Uh, Naito, they hit the magic killer on him. But Naito's got friends. This time, the real Bushi runs yeah. out. It not fucking fake. That, not big Bushi. Where you Bushi. Like, there's no way in hell that man is Bushi. Can he eat Bushi? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so he fights them both off. He fights yeah. off Evil and Dick Togo. Eventually. Gato knew, comes in. Yeah. It comes in, and I'm like, push. well, there's one more person that should come out that should be, shouldn't be yeah. too beat up to not. Hiromu and Shingo, fine. Hiromu and Shingo, you know, they're beat up. Yeah. Both, especially Hiromu. Yeah. But Sonata should be able to make it. He didn't. He worked for four minutes and didn't get pinned. <laughs> seven I think he minutes. Can, uh, oh, seven minutes. I think he can. Uh, <laughs> I think he should be recovered by now, and he did run out. And... Yeah. It was also the longest to go match because it was yeah. nice too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like right after you said that out loud, he ran out. Yeah, he did run out. And then, uh, so yeah, Goto went after Bushi. Sonata ran out. You thought Bushi might turn on Naito. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, they better not do that. They've already <laughs> lost him. He's already been turned betrayed once. I was like, my, is Bushi going to turn on him? Yeah, but yeah, so, you know, Dick Togo got the choke wire, uh, and then Naito, you know, after he fought Evil off, Togo started choking him from behind, and Evil hit him in the gut with the chair. That's where Sonata finally ran in. He drop kicks the chair into Evil's face. He gets some revenge on his former partner, which I liked. Uh, Bushi and Sonata cleaned house on Togo and Gato, and they took him to the back. Leaving, leaving us with just Naito and Evil. Uh, so I know, you know, like, the interference spot I thought worked here. I yeah. didn't really think it was anything that bad, but I don't know. Um, and it, ga- it gave a great little spot for Sonata and Bushi. And it's good that Sonata got some fucking revenge on Evil. Remember how he took him out in that New Japan Cup? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Naito hit Enzigiri on Evil and the big diving form. Uh, he hit the running Destino, but Evil kicks out at two. Uh, Nitro tries to hook him for the real desk, you know, but Evil drops down behind him and low blows him. That hits a big lariat, but Nitro kicks out too. Uh, we get the 25-minute call as Nitro goes for his wacky, like, flipping inverted DET thing. Evil doesn't quite get over for it, though. Yeah. So that's not a little botch there. Not a disaster, but noticeable. Uh, Evil tries for another low blow, but Nitro blocks it. Elbows him, hits a huge slap to the face with this big smirk on his face. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, just fuck you, and just, like, slaps him. It was great. Uh, he then hits Valencia and follows up with Destino for the clean pin. One, two, uh, three. One, two, three. So I would go three and three quarters. A little hard to rate. It was good. I really enjoyed it. The opening five minutes were pretty dull, and there were a couple notable botches. So I, I thought the Dominion match was slightly better, which I think some people will call a hot take. Does but. the roll call... Has the fireworks. That was awesome. The fireworks, fireworks are so sky, fucking cool. Which they timed so, yeah. very well right after he finished the roll call. Like maybe a second later they start going off. That yeah. was great. So Naito does the entire roll call. He says you can't cheer cheer here if you're here, but you can cheer in your hearts. Yeah. And he you can tells cheer in your hearts. you can chant. And then he told people at home they could do it. 
And then as soon as he finishes the roll call, the roll call he never got at the Tokyo Dome, Dome. or Dominion, obviously. And he he points, he kind of points, not really, but he just kind of points at, you know, in general, I guess. And then the fireworks start going off. It's a great fucking scene. He does the pose, fireworks go off in the fucking sky. It's like, look, this is what we wanted, basically. A big Naito. And the tag titles. A big Naito moment. So, I, but I like the way they did the show. It's like heels keep winning all these matches, and you're like, oh, this is a downer. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Naito overcomes evil and wins. Okay, he good. overcame evil. All right, he did. <laughs> he beat evil back. And then we're gonna talk about. I thought this was an outstanding show. I mean, I really think like show the year contender. I think like only six matches. Everything was good except for that opener, probably. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was outstanding. So, hopefully the people who are like, uh, New Japan's dead. Uh, the air is over. Guess what? This show is better than half that shit from 2018. You people slurped up with Kenny Omega's champion. Anyway. So, <laughs> Naito, once again, the IWGP Heavyweight Intercontinental Champion. So, let's wrap things up here with a very brief discussion on uh, Strong Week 4. Uh, you know, we're just going to go through the results really quickly here. Because I thought this was the weakest episode well, of Strong. So before far. the first match, I don't know, other people are probably thinking this, but uh, the, the short Jay White interview at the very beginning makes me think that uh, he's possibly turning face, which I think will be a good idea. Because Why did you say that? Going to well, not just the shirt. I mean, he was wearing a shirt that it's hard to boo a guy who's wearing <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a Black, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter shirt. Sure. I mean, but, um, but that's just his real opinions. I'm yeah, sure. I know, his real opinions, but... Mm. He said, well, first of all, he said, I can't wait to get home. He said something like, he called Japan his home. And I feel like if he was heel still, if he was staying heel, he wouldn't call Japan his home. He'd be like, oh, that damn country. I mean, <laughs> he, would say, he wouldn't say Japan is like a great place yeah. to live. He wouldn't call it his home, especially when he's not actually living there. Yeah. And also the way he mentioned, you know, he said something that suggested he's not down with evil being made the leader of Bullet Club. Basically, yeah, in his he, said, yeah he, said, he said like he has stuff to take I don't, care of. Stuff to take care of. There's yeah. some, I don't know what to say about the stuff going on there. Something like that, which yeah. makes me think when he comes back, it may not happen right away, but he will turn face and feud with evil, I feel. I like. would be into that. I would be into that. I think he'd be... I remember him when he did his ROH run. He was awesome. I think he's better as a face. So, And I, I remember as a young lion, he had some great matches. Yeah. So, but I, I would be 100% supporting a Jay White face turn. Yeah, so we'll see. The opener was Jay White, or not Jay White, Danny no. Limelight, beating Jor- awesome. Jordan Clearwater in 558 with the Symbiote DDT. I thought this was a pretty basic opener. I would go like two and three quarters. It was short. Neither guy looked really awful or really great. No, but I think Danny Limelight is really good. Okay. But. Uh, pretty standard US Indy match, I think. Pretty good. He's like the special. opposite. He's like the, he's like the uh, doppelganger. Uh, Flip Gordon. He's a Marine that <laughs> jumps around, except he... I, I believe... I don't know this for sure, but I, I would like to think he's smart enough to know the Earth is round. <laughs> and his matches are better. But. Match two was Mysterioso, Barrett Brown, Blake Christian, and Adrian Quest beating TJP, ACH, Carl Fredericks, and Clark Connors. Uh, Mysterioso pitting Connors in 1204 at the MSO. This was a lot of fun. This was fun, uh, although I thought it was a little too much, too many people for such a short match that no one really got to shine too Well, a couple of people. Barrett Brown got to shine, I thought. Yeah, some of them Real did. good action. Barrett Brown's like this Texas indie guy. He was in there for a long time for his team, and he looked good. Yeah. Either, both getting beat on and getting some offense Clark in. Connors was awesome. Um, and they're building a feud, once again, uh, now Fredericks and Mysterio, right? We're like Mysterioso, a, yeah. Mysterioso. 
Yeah. Uh, so they're going to face each other one of the two shows. Yeah. So they kept... I, I'm, I guess I, I wrote this down on the main event, but they... So this was Road to Fighting Spirit Unleashed, and then Kevin Kelly kept saying on the Fighting Spirit Unleashed tour, but like two shows is not a tour. Yeah. And they're not really. touring anywhere. So they're it's a very weird... In the same yeah, it's just a very weird statement. He kept saying that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, you know. But I mean, not, I'm sure that's what they told him to say. I'm not saying it was bad or anything, but like, it just was weird. But yeah, so the Fighting Spirit Unleashed shows are going to be next week and the week after. With like a bunch of big matches. Uh, Kenta versus Jeff Cobb for the contract. Uh, Carl Fredericks versus Mysterioso. Uh, the two big guys, Hikuleo and Bruiser... Or not Bruiser Brody. Brody Lee. No, he's, they're going to have trouble booking him. Bro. <laughs> uh, not, is it Brody Lee? What the hell's his name again? Why am I blanking on this fucker's name? Brody, Brody King. Brody King. Thank you. Brody Lee's such a... Uh, Brody Lee's in, is in, is in Dynamite. He's yeah. the TNT world champion. Buddy. Okay. Uh, anyway, TNT television champion. They call awesome. him Brody Lee, right? They call him Mr. Well, he was being called Mr. Brody Lee. Now I think he's being called Mr. Brody. Okay. Or he's supposed That's to be Mr. Name. McMahon. It's supposed to, he's supposed to be Mr. McMahon. That's a stupid name. Or maybe it's Mr. Lee. I'm trying to remember. I think I think the people in his group call him Mr. Brody, but the announcers call him Brody Lee. I don't remember exactly. All right, anyway, so that match is going to be on there. Brody King against uh, New Japan. You're the greatest idea ever. I would not think a Mr. McMahon parody is the greatest idea ever, mm-hmm. no matter what company it was in. Thank you. Uh, Brody King. Brody King. Well, because that would be funny, probably. Uh-huh. But it wouldn't be funny in AEW. Uh-huh. Brody King versus... Uh, I, who the fuck is he facing? Hiko Leo. Yeah. And Jay White versus Flip Gordon. I can wait for that match. Yeah. Uh, is that yeah. everything? I think there might be something else. Uh, we have stuff to talk about the main event, which I barely remember. Well, let me finish okay. the eight-man tag. So, there were some stiff kicks from everybody. Darren Young was coming. Some nice... Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's the other yeah, thing I was thinking. Kenta and Jeff Cobb. Uh, I, I did say that. Okay. Nice dash from ACH and Blake Christian. Uh, he did a springboard 630 to the floor. That looked crazy. And then TJP and Quest had a bit of an awkward sequence with a weird, like, slow tombstone reversal. Is, Didn't look great. I don't know why people say TJP's so good. He's not. Uh, he's fine. He's okay. Is that guy coming with Darren Young, by the way? No, I don't think uh, so. No one knows what you just pointed at. Well, I'm pointing to my Bob Backlund biography. <laughs> uh, TJP, no, I already said that. Good match overall. Yeah. Three and a half. I definitely match the That's fun, yeah. And then the main event was there. Yeah. Main event, PJ Black losing to Chase Owens. Am I supposed to know who PJ Black is, really? I guess he's saying some ROH. Yeah. When? From like... Last year. Was he even on the MSG show? No. In the Battle Royal or something? Yeah, because I have no idea who this guy is. I mean, he's... Well, he used to be Justin Gabriel. Are you serious? You didn't know that? No, I had no fucking idea. (laughs) Holy f... That's Justin Gabriel? Justin Gabriel, Gabriel, yes! Okay. Few things. Okay, one... (laughs) Did he age like forty years? Like, he looks so. I guess facial hair. Is he going to form a tag team with Darren Young? Uh, that's a good question. They can go out to We and, Are Wild and Young. And did he? Was he contacted for the for the Nexus thing in WWE recently? Was he one of the names? I don't know. But look, that's see, comes up. Oh my make, god! I have no idea until he just told. No fucking. That's thing. crazy. How did you not know that? I don't know. It doesn't look like him at all. <laughs> it does kind of look like him. Look at a picture of the last time. The last time I saw him was when he was in WWE. That was like 2010. He looked like he was like 12. And now he looks like he's like 46. What do you want me to tell you? It's him. Okay. No, it's I believe you. All right. Uh, but yeah, so Chase Owens won an 11-10 and it with a package pile driver. Uh, fucking pervert, Chase Owens. We get some very average grappling. Nothing too special. Uh, Chase's stall session did nothing to liven things up. 
Uh, we did finally get some action once he was back in the ring. And there was like this very, very like tentative sequence where both guys were like trying to do a big reversal sequence, but they both looked like they were wrestling underwater or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like very slow. I mean, this match was just kind of like there for me. So yeah, I mean, I there was ready. like, you know, not, not good for a reversal sequence because it wasn't smooth at all. It was like the one with the sunset flip and the apron and they end up back on the apron. Yeah. It just looked like they were fucking wrestling molasses. Uh, Chase one's clean, sure. A very, very dull main event. I would go like two and a quarter. I mean, it wasn't horrible, sure. but it wasn't good. Uh, anyway, this was, like I said, the weakest episode of Strong so far. Yeah. Eight-man tag was good. The opener was just okay. The main event was below average. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of... Ma- but I like this show a lot. Yeah. And I'm excited for those fighting spirit on these shows. I'm, I'm glad H- ACH is there. I, I was so worried Kenta. that... Yeah, Kenta. So many great wrestlers. I was just so happy they brought back ACH because I think he's very, extremely talented. This show is better than Dynamite. What show? Strong. Overall or just this episode? No, overall. Maybe. I don't know. Dynamite's... They're both fun. This... Dynamite's <laughs> really good sometimes, buddy. You... I don't understand why you used to complain to me that I didn't like the first All Out. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. You made me lose fans because you didn't like <laughs> AW, buddy. And now... It was double or nothing, I think. Now you're buried you were, you were like show. You were like the big... Well, I think all the AW fans either are gone. have to put up with it or they've already left. Right. But I don't know. It's just not my thing. Like, this, the build is paper. Like the, every, felt like every match was in the last week. Okay. Sure, I'm sorry. AW's awesome. Are you talking about this or payback? Because that is literally (laughs) what they're doing for payback because they have a one-week bill for everything. Kremlin, obviously it's better than WWE. That should not be the only fucking bar they have to clear. Mm, But anyway. That is the big one. Uh, So we can can wrap things up here. Kremlin, I know you got many plugs to make, so plug all your mini projects. Uh, I don't have anything. I guess Twitter, (laughs) but I don't even go on Twitter that often, but I'm there. Uh, Do you want to I'm your, not. No, I'm, I'm underscore not underscore Quinlan. Yeah. Why I know this more than you, I never have any idea. But anyway, folks, uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you as always for listening. I don't know what next week's episode will be yet. I haven't planned it out. Well, payback is coming, John. Why would I review payback? Pay, is coming. Why would I review payback six days late? It's a uh, little, okay, then. Uh, I don't know. I could do. You do a pre-show for all out. You could recap that. I'm not doing and all out. Then you could spend $50. Folks, I am not doing all out. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. The phone's ringing. I don't know what that means. But all right. Uh, anyway, folks. The let Hilton's me, calling me. The Hil- <laughs> Who's calling you? Paris Hilton. I don't know. <laughs> Hilton. All right. Anyway. Can I plug my Patreon, please? Sure. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wrestling Omakase. Uh, you know, definitely, like I said earlier, we're going to do the G1 Climax and the Champion Carnival and the M1. I'm going to die, but we're going to make it work. So definitely subscribe on Tuesday. Why are you looking at me like that? Are you, are you looking at me like you want me to wrap it up? Is that what you're saying? Are you my director? You're saying wrap it up? Is this the fucking Oscars? Are you going to start playing a playing a song? Are you looking for that Oscar song? <laughs> what is that song they play? I don't even know. They always play something different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just wrap it uh, up. Anyway, so folks, you can follow us on Twitter at Russell Omakase. Wrestling would not fit. And folks, uh, I want to thank you as always for listening. I'm going to beat Quentin before he gets to the wrap it up song. So, unless you get to... Oh, this is play so literally ad- called <laughs> Wrap It Up, so never mind. Okay. Uh, anyway, folks, thank you, as always, for listening. Check out the Patreon. Check out the Twitter. And we'll be back... Check out the Twitter. And we'll be back next week. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>